Welcome back to another Fact Podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique. And in this episode, we're going to cover amino acids. This is not a complicated uh, chemistry lesson and uh, do not want to go into high advanced graduate level dietetics or nutritional science. This episode is just to keep it simple and hopefully you can use what you learned in the next few minutes here to assist your health and well-being and any athletic goals you have or even intellectual or social goals as amino acids can be used for many, many conditions or purposes. Again, this, is, this podcast is just for informational purposes only. If you do have some physiological medical condition, please see your local GP, physician's assistant, osteopath, um, doctor of physical therapy, doctor of chiropractic. Go see your certified m- midwife for well woman care. Go see a professional to coach you through the use of amino acids. And there are plenty out there who are using alternative and natural means um, to treat um, various symptoms and itises. Don't try to go it alone, use a professional. With that said, what are amino acids? Amino acids are organic compounds containing nitrogen, carbon, um, hydrogen, and oxygen. And they have variable side groups. And they are found in protein, a macronutrient. So our three macronutrients are fats, proteins, and carbohydrates. Proteins build up our body, are used for our body for our organs, and are used by our body to produce hormones and neurotransmitters. So without adequate protein, you can't really function as a a human being. Um, And your body will rob your own structures your own muscle, your own organs, your own tissues, if you're not getting enough protein. Protein is made of amino acids. So the reason chicken tastes like chicken, steak tastes like steak, and rattlesnake tastes like rattlesnake is the quantity percentages and proportions of certain amino acids within a protein. So an amino acid is one unit. You put more together, you get a peptide, which is multiple amino acids sometimes the same, usually variable, and anything in a large peptide, you start getting proteins. So that's the units. Protein's the big guy, peptides, the next step down, and amino acid is the smallest. Of course, we could break them down to nitrogen, oxygen, but we won't get into that. So why are amino acids important? Well, for all those going crazy about the plant-based diet, there is no plants, there are, is no vegetable matter that contains all amino acids needed for health. So I'll just say that again. There is no one type of plant that contains all the vegetable, excuse me, all the amino acids that we need as a human for health. All animals contain that, um, these, these essential amino acids we call them. Now what we can do If we look at our genetic code, if we look at our body, our body, the human body, has about 20 amino acids that it's made out of. Nine of those are essential. What are the essential ones? Histidine, isoleucine, leucine, lysine, valine, methionine, phenylalanine, theranine, and tryptophan. 
And if you remember tryptophan, tryptophan was the amino acid that is broken down to become serotonin. We, we talked about that in a previous podcast. So you can see that you know, some of these amino acids are essential because they're used throughout the brain, the nervous system, the immune system to build up things. In fact, 35 to 40% of your muscle tissue is made of three amino acids, and that's isoleucine, leucine, and valine. They would call them branch chain amino acids because they have some unique uh, chemistry look to them. And this is the amino acids that people take in the gym and you see all these athletes taking because their muscles are made up of them. And if you take high amounts of them, high quantities of, the, of these amino acids, especially on an empty stomach, guess what? It goes right into the muscle and helps in recovery. You don't have to break down that steak to pull out those three branch chain amino acids, which make up 35 to 40% of your skeletal muscle. So there's just an example. Um, of you know how amino acids can be used now just to reiterate again you know you can get essential the nine essential amino acids if you say combine your vegetables like beans and rice for example you get your nine essentials but again and i don't want to get into the plant-based diet debate that is going to be a long podcast a little later in the week but what we have to look at is our bodies were meant to have flesh and that's where the nine essential amino acids are and a lot of the non-essential ones too so our body doesn't have to waste time trying to put them back together and you have to get the quantity of protein to get the amino acids needed for all the processes and chemistry that's going on remember when you eat protein it's broken down in amino acids which then is used by your body with all its processes, building muscle, building organs, building tissue, building um, immune cells, blood cells, and guess what? Also building neurotransmitters so you can think better. So that's why they're important. So get, get your 100 grams of protein minimally. If you're an athlete, I hope you're doing way more than that. So let's look at some of these individual amino acids. So back in the day, we're talking the 1960s, 70s, and 80s, before the onset of Prozac and some of the seroto selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, a lot of people just took tryptophan, that's an amino acid, tryptophan to, be, to treat, say, migraine and depression and insomnia. That's why you warm up milk to break down the milk proteins and release the tryptophan. That's why grandma and your mom maybe said, I'm going to warm up some milk and give you a cookie, a little carb and a little tryptophan, and out you were. Understanding that, that if you take tryptophan on an empty stomach, okay, if you take tryptophan on an empty stomach, then it's going to be converted quickly to uh, 5-HTP, and then that'll be down to, you get 5-HT, which is serotonin. So tryptophan can be used for stabilizing, say, depression and mood. It can be used for mild appetite suppression. So just understanding that that amino acid, that's, its, that's what it, activity can do in your brain. Tryptophan is broken down to serotonin, and serotonin does those activities. If that amino acid is not available when you need to make it, you can't make that neurotransmitter. Let's look at phenylalanine. I really like phenylalanine. That's one of my favorite ones. It helps promote alertness, stability. It elevates mood. It can be used to be treat, treat pain. It can be used to 
raise um, dopamine levels and take care of tremors. And I've seen a lot of research on this stuff. So how's that work? Well, phenylalanine, that amino acid can be enzymatically broken down to serotonin or dopamine. Dopamine's the big hormone we need for life and for movement. So a lot of people take phenylalanine and when they take phenylalanine by itself, it helps control ADHD, it helps control tremors, it helps an athlete move better. They actually put an amino acid that's broke, that gets broken down to dopamine into all those energy drinks out there. So we got to be careful. I've seen some of these energy drinks. I'm like, oh, wow, that's a, that's a pretty high dose. So again, and we won't go through dosages here. You know, I always say start on empty stomach and start very, very, very low dose and then work your way up. Again, these are nutritional supplements. You're not going to get big side effects. And I don't think people can afford to take enough of some of these individual amino acids that you'll find in the nutrition store um, to have side effects, but always work with your doctor. I'll be saying that throughout the podcast. Being one myself, always work with someone. Have someone follow you through if you're not expert in using these. And again, understanding that, you know, that the tryptophan can be broken down to 5-HTP, that's, and then that goes to 5-HT, that's amazing. So tryptophan is one you should have on your shelf. Phenylalanine is one you have on your shelf. Another one is histidine. I use histidine personally to help fight off allergies and things. Well, Fred, histidine sounds like histamine. You're right. We make histamine from histidine, and it's broken down from proteins. So your body will rip the histidine molecules out, structure out of protein, and help. And that helps our mast cells in our immune system create histamine. Here's the cool thing. This is called, you know, negative regulation. If there's a lot of free-floating histidine in the bloodstream, then your body thinks, wow, we have a big allergic reaction, and the mast cells stop producing the histamine. Now, if and that's for the average person. There's a lot of people with certain allergic reactions, um, mast cell activation disease. There's a lot of people that fall outside the average, and that doesn't work well. But if you take good doses of histidine, your immune system's kind of fold and will re and reduce its level of production of histamine because it's reading the histidine levels, which don't do anything. <laughs> they don't move exact uh, immediately into histamine. So you just start feeling better. Methionine, that's a big one. I've seen that used in hospitals. And it's used to detoxify. It helps detoxify the liver. It assists in the breakdown of fats in the liver. And for whatever reason, it helps in things like schizophrenia. I've read reports where they're using that in dosages for people with schizophrenia. So methionine is a good blood cleaner. It's a good um, liver detox. So the next time you're having problems with, you know, increased fats in your bloods and you're trying all this diet, make sure you have methionine on your, on your counter, in your shelves, and work with your nutritionist on how much to take. The next one is lysine. We have that in our cars, at the office. We probably have three or four bottles laying around here. Lysine, when, that individual amino acid lysine, it inhibits the growth of viruses. It's a natural antiviral. We have plenty of natural antivirals out there in nature, and lysine's one of them. 
and lysine will help anybody with any type of viral disease. Now, is it a cure? No. But for someone who is in front of hundreds of patients a week, hundreds of the public a week, guess what? I am exposed to all their germs and all their coughs and all that. And you just can't wash your hands enough, wipe down things enough not to be affected. I'm kind of like a school teacher. There's kids are one big Petri dish. And lysine, I will up my lysine during flu season, cold season to fight the viruses. It's a natural antiviral. So it has a really good effect. It also helps form collagen. That's our connective tissue. So every power lifter, every weight lifter, every crossfitter, every bodybuilder, anybody in any type of sport that's constantly breaking down muscles and joints, they probably should be taking a little lysine to improve their collagen, their connective tissue. The next one I want to talk about is glycine. That's one of my favorites too. If you take high enough doses, it reduces carbohydrate cravings and it reduces spasticity. So I've read a lot of people taking certain minerals and we'll have a podcast on minerals, you know, to reduce spasms and muscle spasms and cramping after athletic endeavors. Well, guess what? If you take glycine, glycine is known to reduce spasticity and it also reduces carbohydrate cravings. So glycine's a, a secret one I use in a lot of patients, say with stroke or cerebral palsy or certain muscle spasms. It helps, it helps reduce those symptoms. The next one is glutamine. Yes, regular glutamine, not GABA, glutamine. And what that does is it improves cognitive ability, mental acuity, it increases brain function, helps fight like dementia and increase your memory. Now, I've been taking glutamine since college, on and off, and I used it right before I would take an exam or a test, and I always could recall things better. So glutamine, and you see a lot of athletes taking it because it increases their speed and their coordination, and there's probably not one sports drink that pre-sports or post-sports that doesn't have a little glutamine in it to help someone recover brain function and central nervous system function during after an athletic event. And I know many people, you know, NFL, NHL, NBA, Division I college athletes to take a little glutamine beforehand. It's totally natural. It's an amino acid. It's just like eating steak. But when you have that one amino acid isolated, you can raise your blood levels of that. And it helps your thinking. It's also used to treat addictions. And it probably works because you can think a little clearer when you're taking glutamine and you know not to grab that third beer. So uh, I've seen a lot of research on how they use, used to use glutamine to fight addictions. Now, of course, with the advent of modern um, big pharma and pharmacology, everyone's using you know, lots of meds to treat a lot of these addictions. And I'm not saying they're not valuable. What I'm saying is there's plenty of research also saying the individual amino acid glutamine has a positive effect. And why don't we do more and work with that more? Because there's no side effects with it. It's natural. Okay. It's part of a protein. You couldn't get any more natural. And then you have GABA, gamma amino butyric acid. Now, that amino acid is actually used as a sedative. It's anti-anxiety. It, GABA is used in our brains like brakes. It helps control and reduce 
um, unwanted activity. Um, whenever someone's getting you mad and you're having road rage, what prevents you from jumping out of your car and choking them out? GABA. GABA is your break. GABA, and a lot, you see a lot of youngsters, like especially teenagers, they say, oh, it's hormones, it's hormones, that. It's also a GABA problem. They're not processing GABA yet, especially in their dorsal medial lobe right over your left eyebrow. That area is where your wisdom is, and that's where you learn to resist urges and temptations and wanting to throat punch your sister. Well, sometimes there's not enough GABA because we're just learning to make those connections. If you increase GABA, either through protein or individual supplementation, guess what? Bang. You can start having better insight and wisdom with your behaviors. Arginine, we talked a little bit about that. It, it is a non-essential amino acid. But I, I call it quasi-essential because it's needed by the immune system all throughout. We use arginine. All our white cells use arginine for fighting viruses and fungi and bacteria. So whenever you're sick, take high doses of arginine, high doses of lysine. You'd be amazed at how much better you feel. Um, it also it helps with muscle growth. Back in the day, we used to take a lot of arginine at night we take one to two grams of arginine before you go to bed because it helps release growth hormone and that's how you heal. A lot of the conditions out there in chronic pain and chronic structural problems like bad backs, bad necks, a knee, a shoulder, an ankle it are caused by low growth hormone levels. And those low growth hormone levels means they don't recover from going out and raking the leaves for, an, for three hours. Now they could do that when they're 25, but they can't when they're 55. And that's because of low growth hormone levels, which you can control by taking the amino acid or getting enough protein throughout the day. Another one is tyrosine. It is amazing. You will find tyrosine in those energy drinks. Tyrosine will convert to dopamine pretty quick. So if you have higher levels of tyrosine, that helps your body with movement. It helps stabilize personality. I've read tons of research. Well, that's what it's used for. Now, again, this isn't medical advice. If you're taking, if you're taking medications for this stuff, don't go off of them and try to go on tyrosine. Won't work. This is gentle. This is slow. This is natural with all these amino acids. But you will notice the difference. If you take a couple of tyrosine capsules before the next time you get on the ice to play hockey in your local rec league, you will notice the difference. It's a lot safer than having two cups of coffee or one of those crazy energy drinks they link to all kinds of heart irregularities. And so don't do it. So be careful. And the last one I really wanted to talk about was taurine. T-A-U-R-I-N-E, taurine. It's a non-essential amino acid. But it, it's really useful in reducing swelling, and I've seen it treat certain heart conditions. It actually helps stabilize heart rhythms. So back before we had all these fancy drugs, there was a lot of nutritional research, and they were doing what we would call EKGs, and they were running all these patients through using just amino acids. And guess what? You saw some positive results. Now, I'm not saying if you have a heart condition, you better have a cardiologist. But there's a lot of amino acids out there, taurine being one, which helps with blood pressure and arrhythmias. It helps with swelling and it helps move fats around. And yes, you will find taurine in some of these energy drinks. So what am I saying? 
in conclusion, you're probably already taking some amino acids. There's somewhere where they're added to in your diet individually. They've been added to supplements. They've been added to all these energy drinks or workout formulas. And if we can slip back and say, okay, how do I want to take hold of my health? Do I want to take control of my athletic performance? Do I want to take control of my sleeping, my mood, my happiness, my wellness, my well-being? Get yourself a provider who will help you use amino acids as your first line of defense and activity to reach your goals. It's amazing when you pull those out of the tool bag first, some of these other medications and more aggressive means which upset our physiology, not work with our physiology, can go away. Let's stick to what's out there and it's natural. And again, only use you know, the heavy duty medications last resort. Just by raising, say, as we talked about lysine and using lysine and taking that every day, especially during cold season, you'd be amazed at how you knock down how many viruses you get or how many colds you get, at least my personal experience, which I can talk about. And my patients have told me the same thing. Hopefully it would work for you. So, you know, work with a provider that will help you, you know, use amino acids as part of your daily regimen for health and wellness. And this has been Dr. Fred Clary with another fact podcast.